What's going down? It is your humble host, Evan Savage, the Lighthouse Podcast. How have y'all been doing, man? Welcome back. You can be doing anything else in the world right now, but you're tuning in and listening to me, and I appreciate that. But uh, where's that pendulum for y'all, man? I hope it's in a good spot. I know for me right now, it's definitely in a good spot. I got a very special guest in the studio with us. I yeah. say studio, but ain't all that. You know what I'm <laughs> but, saying? But i tell you what, man. It's, it's straight up love, man. I fucking... Got a lot of history with this dude, and he wanted to come on the podcast. Of course, I humbly said, hell yeah. I'd like to introduce my new Swish. What's going down, man? What's going on, baby? Man, much love, on. man. Man, much love, man. Appreciate you wanting to come on. Oh, yeah, I had to, man. You know, it's all love, man. I got to support every movement that's real with it. You know what I'm talking about? So, well, appreciate that, man. For sure, uh, sure. For, for the people, why don't you go ahead? Because you multifaceted, got this couple things going on beside the music as well as we know that you got music dog food out yeah right for shit show man uh i got three tapes out i got the df1 df2 and then you got band i got df3 on the way coming real real soon it's gonna come out i probably ain't gonna put no date but it's gonna be out before the new year for shit show I'm just yeah. trying to keep it more organic as possible you know yeah saying? you know i was just talking about this on the last episode you know Say like, give people time, give artists time. Yeah, you feel me? Because yeah, you gotta cultivate. You gotta get the shit right. And you know, I'm I'm that type of person. I don't want to put no you know garbage out just because you're trying to compete with everybody else. The whole thing is, you know, I'm my own competition. So at the end of the day, I want the best possible music out for people to hear. So they'll keep the phone filling me, keep on pushing that shit, and so this shit get worldwide, you know what I'm saying? Right. We was talking about this beforehand. You said you dropped two tapes last year. You was on yeah. the demon mode. So like, what what brought that drive out of you like that to make you say, all right, I need to, oh, or you were just in that zone? It really, it was not even just in that zone. I'm very pushing when it comes to getting in the lab, I put work in, you know what I'm saying, to get the best sound I can get, get the best organic feeling of just my lifestyle, my me, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to compare myself to other rappers. If you fuck with dog food, you gonna understand that shit just off the rip, you know what I'm saying? It's all real shit, real life shit. I can't really cap on shit because at the end of the day, capping don't get you nowhere. No, <laughs> no. It, it, it don't get you nowhere, man. You gotta be straightforward whether people feel you or they don't. As long as you being you, you always might, might as well gonna come out on top regardless. Just keep pushing, you know what I'm talking about? You always gotta be genuine to yourself i mean it's so much of that shit in music i yeah. just i just hear about it you see all that shit all the time and we already know pimp c already told us a long time ago everybody already lying hey like he so, said don't let whole ass niggas ride you know what i'm talking <laughs> don't about let whole ass niggas ride boy I mean, rest in peace to that nigga i wish he was still around uh, the I game would the game wouldn't be what it is today if he would for shit show he he part a lot of he was one of them ogs that got a lot of put a lot of exterior behind the shit just being real organic. Sweet Jones, that nigga though. <laughs> Dog. Yeah, man. He, That's some of the most legendary fucking verses. And most of the time, you know, most of us listen to Big Pimp for Pimp's <coughs> verse. I don't give a fuck. That's what it is, man. We listen to it for the smoking eye, pulling up. Man, man. Me, me, me personally, R.P. Sweet Jones, man. My favorite track of all time, I feel like that track get looked over. Hog in the game. That track to me is like the best Sweet James Jones track he ever did to me because he just came in the hell being him and being so raw with it, you know what I'm saying? They raw call me fuck. Sweet James. James. <laughs> Get cocaine, switch your lane to the lane, you know what I'm saying? He was, he just straight out of PA. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Port Arthur, the they had a Port Arthur, you know, Port Arthur, a small, small place, bro. Small so spot. They, they just kept real with everybody and everybody showed love, that's how it's about. Always. 
You had mentioned this earlier. I just kind of want. What happened with Travis Scott? Um, it was a big deal. I came out. I did Dog Food One. Um, when I started really just making this shit legendary. Um, Don Tolliver. Don Tolliver was a artist. We always came up kind of almost the same, performing underground type shit. He was a big fan of mine. He was like my little brother. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he wanted to collab with me. Uh, so when we did it, it was like 2017. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not that type of nigga to pocket watch and know what another nigga going on. I just show you love. As long as you show me love, I show you love. Point blank, period. We did a track called Legends Never Die. And we recorded it. The plan was to put it on my next tape, which was DF2, which I didn't have a date for or, you know what I'm saying, just, but it was coming. And at that time, he was like, Know what, bro? Put me on deal too whenever you drop that bitch. And I was like, for shit show. That's guaranteed. I got you. So we recorded Legends Never Die, and I kept that on ice. I record so much music to the point where I pick what I want. I still got a whole bunch more music in the vault. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, cool. I'm going to do that. So when it came around the time when I was dropping deal two, that was around October. And um, at the time, like I'm telling you, I don't be paying attention to what other niggas got going on. You dig what I'm saying? Uh, he was dropping his mixtape literally two or three days before my mixtape. And come to find out, he got signed to Travis Scott and him, but you know what I'm saying? That, that's loud, that's cool, supporter. You know what I'm saying? That's love, but long story short, uh, I, like I promised the nigga, I, I hit him up on IG, told him, hey, brother, I'm gonna put you on deal two as promised, so you know what I'm saying? You green, yes, you green, he replied back, cool. Uh, put the tape on the tape, bro, I dropped deal two. I dropped DF2, the shit went bananas. Motherfuckers fucking with it. It was going big overseas, shit like that. But uh, probably like maybe two weeks after, I got a phone call from uh, my distribution and they was like, "We it's a big, big organization. We don't even know who yet because it is gonna take some time to find out. But they was so big to the point where they got my tape banned all over, literally. <laughs> It was crazy to me, cause I'm like, God damn, what the fuck? You know, these labels and shit, they control everything. But they took off my whole tape, not the song. They took off the whole tape, cause my tape, I feel like they label seen me. It's like this new kid, he, this tape good, he got some shit going on, and he even got Don Tolliver on there, and we ain't got nothing to do with that. So they looking at it as, oh, we not making money off of this. They didn't, they didn't flag it or say something to do with um, like sampling? No, nah, none like, of that because all my no beats, copyright nothing. no copyright, nothing. So this way it's crazy. So they went the whole description of banning my tape. So I took that as a disrespect and it motivated me kind of like I thought about it. I, was, I say, I feel like Jordan when he wore his band ones and they find him every time he wore them hoes. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, cool. That inspiration came from that and then I dropped Band and Mixtape. So when I dropped Band and Mixtape, I, it was more of like, hey, y'all trying to stop me from going where I'm going, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna still get there. And right. you still gonna see me cross the finish line, so I ain't giving a fuck what's going on. So band was more of like, fuck y'all dissing y'all, I'm gonna still keep this shit pushing, y'all can't stop shit. This her shit 100% organic, you dig what I'm saying? So we did that shit, and I dropped band, band fuck with that hoe. I got no hard out, and motherfuckers fuck with no hard. Basically, skyfall on that motherfucker. And uh, it was just that. But now, fast forward, um, they released, re-released Dog Food again, DF2. Right. And they brought it back because 
they did their homework and found out everything I was doing since day one was the truth. So they brought back my music. So I told them, I'll take the song off of the tape. I don't need this song on my tape if it's gonna cost this subscription. I'm just doing this shit as in love of the music and love of the sounds, you know what I'm saying? But I felt like it was weird because these, when you signed to label, I reached out to him about the situation and he just kept me on red, so I felt like that shit was kind of fake on some shit. So at the end of the day, I was like, you know what, it's cool. They gonna clean this shit out, clear it out, whatever. So I took them off the tape. They redropped deal too. Like I told you, it was banned from overseas, all over. Um, they redropped it. They reached out to me. It was like, well, we heard everything checks out. All my music, I don't do my shit like, oh, YouTube. You know, I pay for my shit. I work hard, do everything, grind, build relationships with motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? And even the song itself, Legends Never Die, bro. I wrote everything to the song. I just wanted him to sing what I wrote because I'm not no singer <laughs> nigga. You know what I'm saying? So right. it, I was like, there ain't no point how a nigga going to take what I work hard for and it's really me. Everything me. I write all my shit or whatever. Even if I don't write, it's still my idea, my whole policy. Like, he just was featured on there and the only thing he had was just to sing the chorus. I wrote. So I was like, that don't make no sense for them to just take it down. So I'm feeling like, Okay, they hating on the nigga real hard. I must be doing something right, because they literally took my tape off everywhere. You, it, it was banned to the point where you get on YouTube, my album on YouTube too, it'll say restricted and banned. Literally. That's I took crazy. pictures of that shit, and now it's back. It's like, it's crazy how the industry sometimes show love and don't, but if they not having, like Uncle Sam, my nigga, if they not having chores or pick over what they got going, they're not gonna let you do your shit. So, God damn. Yeah, so it's best and it like. It just now got re released. It, it just got, got re released and back into the wave. Motherfuckers that did listen and was tuning in, they was like, bro, that they missed that shit. That shit was hard. So, you know what I'm saying? Now it's back. I'm on the verge of dropping DF3 already. Right. And, uh. God, sorry, doing promo. Yeah, man. man. And, uh, I got some shit for that. It's just, I look at it as not a bumping road. It's ain't one monkey don't stop the show. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm gonna keep this shit going, keep it organic, keep it fluid. That's actually fucking wild, dog. Yeah, bro. I, I, that, I, that, that simple that. shit just happened. Just that's the shit in general happened. I was like, what the fuck? Like, right. that means I'm getting attention from eyes that's big instead of, you know what I'm saying, thinking out of the box. Because, you know, a lot of people say Instagram and it's crazy, but you do gotta pay attention to that shit. You can drop shit on Instagram, that's all you. And you don't know who looking at your shit. Right. And they can take your shit, bro. But most of these people, if you have your own push, you you know, you're on your rights to your shit, they can't take it, so you can sue their ass. But you got a lot of motherfuckers that's culture vultures that come and take your swag because they own, but you not. And then that's fucking your position, literally. Like, tell it, fuck you. And that's, that's personal, bro, because you got a lot of people who put blood, sweat, tears, and energy into this shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And this shit just ain't just for you know, charades or just to be there. That's them people real life on and off. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. God dang. Mm -hmm. But I know they were talking about that on TikTok, like how they have motherfuckers like sit there and steal shit and uh, use it, re redistribute it, they type away, mm -hmm. try to take credit for it, like they created that shit. But we've been seeing people do that all the time. It's like the old saying goes, like imitation is the imitation. greatest yeah. form of flattery, but like, it's really not. <laughs> it's really just stealing. Like they <laughs> say, all, some of this shit is all smoking mirrors, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers put on charades every day. 
or try to be something you not. Like, it costs nothing to be real. Just keep it 100. You got a lot of motherfuckers that just think it's cool to be weird or doing lame shit, real. Like, I'm not too foreign to hearing about how bad the industry does. People take advantage of people. That shit's pretty fucked up and that's stupid that they ban that shit just for them to bring it right back but like you said can't stop where you trying to go yeah. you know what I'm saying broke through like a Vegeta <laughs> y'all already a know my, oh, y'all man. know my boy Switch man this man's really on his anime shit you know what I'm saying like mine's like the real one not the, the fake one you know, what I'm real, you know what I'm saying like Dragon Ball Z is a culture more so than anything else but yeah we fuck with that shit heavy I'm a Goku guy he a Vegeta guy all the it way is, through bloodline, it man. Is, it is what it is, but shit, you know what I'm saying? We all fuck with the same type of energy and shit with anime, but if you listen, if you do take a chance to go ahead and listen to Switch music, you'll hear a lot of the anime influence in the production. If you actually do know, then you know. And you just had, like you said, you, you had twins. Yeah, you know, man. The three now, uh, hey, boy. Hey, man, the best thing ever happened to me. Word. For shit show. I've been in the space, bro, well, you know, I've been through hell and back for shit show in life, but I've been in the place that, you know, as a man, you look for peace. I would think I've been at the most peaceful place ever in my life, bro. Like, just mentally, physically, everything. I'm saying. And that's hard to find, bro, because, you know, we all go through shit as men. You know what I'm talking about? People talk about mental health, but shit real like you know? Yeah, it is. So, you know, when you in grass for greatness or you in grass, you know, as to be the best of you, you know what I'm saying? You might do certain things that you think make you better or, you know, you learn from situations. But that place where it's just carefree, nothing on mind, just focused, snacked in. That's where I'm at, man, shit. My Good. twins is one of the greatest things ever happened to me, bro. I'm in a great place, great mindset right now. That's dope as fuck, man. Hey, we was already talking about it on here. Got a lot of more fathers stepping up, finally. That rate single uh, families and all that shit is actually going down. It's yeah. a great trend, bro. And like I said, I'm not ready for that shit. <laughs> I can just honestly tell y'all that with a clear conversation. I, I, I'm gonna tell you like this. It's gonna happen when it happens. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel that everything happens for a reason. It happens at the time when it needs to happen. You know, I'm 30 right now. You know what I'm saying? And I just had, you know, twins. So it's kind of like everything you want in life, you don't really have to just sweat the shit. You got to just live. And at the end of the day, if it's what is going to happen, that's what is going to happen. As long as you keep it 100. But all this other shit can't keep it 100 because you got motherfuckers lying to motherfuckers all the time. So. <laughs> and how old were you when you had your first one? I'm going to put it this way. I was at a place, and at a time where it was good, so I was a young nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As a parent, I don't, you know, everybody has their way of being a parent, but everybody, you know, you look at your kids, them you, so you gotta treat them just like you would treat yourself. You know, as an adult, I feel like when you become a parent, that's what you have to do. You got a lot of people that have different stories. Some people don't even like their parents and shit like that, but you gotta look at it. Some people bring their past and shit they do into situations, and you can't do that shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, they're born on their own. They got their own future. You can't put your problems or bullshit to them. Even though they're you, yeah, but you don't bring that shit in there. So you just treat them like you treat yourself. And then that's why, you know, some people be like, oh, babies, my, some people get irritated with their babies, bro. Like, everybody go through stuff different. And be like, their kids annoying, or you got kids getting dropped off at fire stations everywhere and shit like that. Like, it's crazy, but it's just, I 
this is how the world works sometimes. The world is mixed up with a lot of different shit. Yeah. Yeah, but let's keep it a buck 30. I have my first two twins that I just had. That's my first kids. My daughter I have, that's my stepdaughter. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So, like, I've been through a lot of shit as a man that I, I really respect because motherfuckers wouldn't know and then they didn't know and then they was like, oh shit. But yeah, so I just had my first kids. Yo, I did not know that. Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? Damn, I'm that's a real that's nigga. A big up, boy. Appreciate that, bro. Damn. Damn, that's a big up right there. I'm just, I'm just keeping the book on it. Cause you know what I'm saying? I'm that nigga, I'm not finna be on the fraud shit. And now I have my own, and um, you know, it's a whole different ball game. It's still the same, but it's even more because now I have my own too. But you know, I still have my daughter. So. Right. But it's, it's all love, bro. And it, it make it made me a hell of a man. Um, no matter what I go through with perseverance, because I know I have somebody I don't like to come to. Got the heart of a lion, nigga. Appreciate it. Oh yeah, no, like I said. And I ain't gonna lie, I go, I, I, I ain't perfect, but you know, we all go through shit, and you know what I'm saying. I just make sure I. Stick to the code and always keep it remain me. I'm gonna tell y'all this too. It's crazy for me to hear this man talk about his kids because we used to hoop back in the day. If y'all, if y'all don't know why he got his name switched, I, sure. I'll, I'll keep it a stack with all y'all. This nigga could hoop though. Like this nigga was nice. Hey man, it was the good old days, man. I look back at this shit, look at us it, now. It's, it's it's crazy as fuck. It's, it's pretty dope, man. It's crazy as fuck. Okay. We always going back there hooping. Busting ass, busting niggas, cashing ass, niggas out. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then we smoking with the shit. We ain't, <laughs> we ain't smoking after the game. We smoking before the game and yeah, probably in between. Niggas was on that. I didn't do that. <laughs> nah, he didn't do that shit, but it was me. But hey, we, we was getting it in. But nah, yeah, we was hooping like a motherfucker, though. Pissing niggas off on the court, mm -hmm. boy. Mad, but the shit was fun, though, dog. Yeah, man. That, that's, that that's shit was timeless. That shit was timeless. That's why it was so good, personally, for me to see after you had that fucked up injury. Yeah. You still came back and found confidence and pursued something else. You yeah. know what I mean? You still had that same drive and focus, regardless, even though it didn't pan out like you wanted that to. And you know what's crazy, bro? And like we said, you know, we big Dragon Ball Z niggas, but niggas sometimes don't pay attention to what they need to pay attention to. You know, they reach more heights because of their family or situations they've been through. And every battle or every time they go through something, they get better and better. There's no limits. And that's how life is, nigga. You know what I'm saying? There's no limits. Well, I know that. we geek over that shit. We geek over anime. But like you said, it is a story. Because when you originally look at it, Goku was this underdog. I think black people relate so much because mm -hmm. you, you're the underdog in a lot of situations and you try to like, we, you like to see the underdog when you love it. So yeah. Goku is the truest underdog. But if, if you apply that, you look at that, like look how these niggas bust their ass. Yeah, they hard. bust their ass, it we're don't hard. matter. And that's something that you can adopt into your own mm -hmm. lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And no matter what you apply that type of work ethic to, you're gonna see something flourish from that shit. Yeah, for sure, sure. And so you see that, you know, and yes, it's over-exaggerated, it's dramatic. It takes the metaphor of them ascending to a new form, but yeah. if you put that into real life, life terms, when you grow, you know, you're going Super Saiyan or you're going these other levels. It's a little metaphor, little su subtle things that they teach you. We all, it's no secret that I'm a big anime head. And that's, you know, a lot of the reasons why I do enjoy it because there's so much different philosophies that you can apply. But you, you really know what's crazy? If you want to be 1000, anime was really, when it first came out, it wasn't considered as for everybody to watch. It was an adult 
Mm-hmm. Thing like little kids can't watch that shit. Yeah, that, when oh, they damn. debuted it over here, that's yeah. how it was because they 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 brought the hard shit. Mm-hmm. They snuck in the other stuff like the dragon, um, mm-hmm. the Yu Gi Ohs and Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That was more fantasy. Yeah, type. like it was very. Yeah. See when I was when I was growing up, you had shit like Akira, yeah. which is one of the most you know what I'm saying legendary shit. A beautiful of all time. They they did so well in that movie. The quality of it from the '80s stand up. Stands up to today because they hand drew so much culture in it. They hand yeah, all that shit time. was hand drawn, like, and they went above and beyond yeah. because that's why it's just smooth like that when you watch it. And really, Akira, that's only one part of that. If you watch that movie, you need to read the book to get the full story. It's long. I think it's like two thousand pages, but it's worth it. It's one. Damn. It's a great fucking story. Um, anime is real. <laughs> we out here. I remember when that shit, like, say back in the day, wasn't just considered. But it's Bro, taking the same path. Fuck kind of all that. We gonna keep it a book thirty. I've been big Drake Muzzy fan since I was a young nigga. Since that shit premiered on Toonami. Yeah. In the nineties, you dig what I'm saying? Facts. So. Fast forward, you got everybody wearing anime shirts or Dragon Ball Z shirts. Bro, how cool. many cars are you? Are we gonna see with the anime decals out here, bro? Every, like I used to kind of see it trickle in, trickle in. Yeah. Now I see it every time I get on the road. I'm gonna see about four, five cars. Yeah, with, with uh, some stickers, anime decals yeah. or the stickers. Mm-hmm. But it's everywhere. It's fucking beautiful. It's like nice, everybody bro. was like, "Oh, like the cops went away or some shit." We come out. <laughs> I I bet. I don't know why niggas was like that back then. Like, bro, bro y'all know y'all fuck Bro, with this I've been shit. the same niggas since day one. <laughs> bro, I used to wear Dragon Ball Z shirts back in the day, bro. I used to get made for the for this Dog. shit. And I ain't give no fucks. My still niggas still fuck with me, but they used to be like, man, why you got that shit on, bro? I'd be like, man, I fuck with Dragon Ball Z. Fuck you. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, nigga, that's my man. shit. You ain't gotta like it, nigga. Fast shit. forward, look where the fuck we at. Now you niggas dick riding, <laughs> <laughs> bandwagon. It's the same thing with Marvel, dog. Yeah, I was reading them comics yeah, and shit back then, reading shit. Black Panther, all and that And then, shit. like, I tell, I tell my folks, I be like, man, it's pretty dope. Not to be no nerd nigga, no type of shit like that, but it's pretty dope to see some shit that you read on pages back in the day as a kid, to see that shit real life. In a movie, like I don't know about shit. y'all niggas, but that shit, that's that's live. No, bro. it's like, amazing. And they look, and they look exactly like the characters. Like sometimes you get motherfuckers that be like, oh, they don't need to play that. But every people they had is perfect, bro. Marvel killed that shit with the cast. Yeah, they they really they, they just gonna shut down the game because they got more shit coming out too. So. And that's why I was laughing when like Martin Scorsese was shitting on the Marvel movies. He called them like theme parks instead of actual cinema. Yeah. And I'm laughing. I'm like, don't get me wrong. He's a legend. He's a great. But don't be hating because more people fuck with this shit. It is great in its own right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's different from what you do. It's not your lane. Mm-hmm. Like nobody does mafia movies like that nigga. And I know D-Magna. Mm-hmm. Nigga, D-Magna about that shit, shit for shit show. <laughs> but at the same time, this shit is still amazing, artistic, and Oscar world shit in its own lane. So don't hate on it like, oh, it's, yeah. just, it's, it's just not you, my nigga. Like, it's it's always going to get hated. It doesn't matter. But it's the coldest shit. It's, it really did take the fuck over. I'm glad it took over in my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking live. And then we got a whole new Phase 4, too, with Marvel. Man, that, they finna make Secret Wars. Dog. That's going to be the greatest movie of all time. <sighs> I'm so ready for that <laughs> shit. I ain't gonna go. Dog, no bullshit, bro. Dog, the movie's gonna get so much of my money this it's year. It's crazy because I read them comics, bro, and literally, they literally making the movie. So, 
dog. That hoe's bananas. Secret Wars is one of the most yeah. loved stories. That shit. If y'all don't know. <laughs> if y'all don't know. That shit gonna be hard. For shit show. Man, I, like, I remember I'm going when, to see that shit. When it dropped and people was reading it, because I haven't read it. Yeah. But the reaction, people went fucking nuts. It was like, this is the greatest shit. If they do it and they follow it by the panels, they gonna nail mm -hmm. it. They'll nail it. That's all they gotta do. Stanley will be proud. Bro, oh my sure. god! If they do this shit right, dog, I'm, I'm gonna get choked up. Cause Stan Lee was so fucking amazing for all the shit that he did, especially for a black. He kept people. it still organic with the comics. And though. the fact that he had the nuts to put a black woman on the cover of a comic in the mm -hmm. sick, like bro, that was unheard of. Even even with the X Men, yes, bro, they started a whole bunch of controversy. Yeah, and he based them off of Martin Luther King mm -hmm. and Malcolm X, as we famously know now. Mm -hmm. It was the same type of dynamics, but dog, like comics and black people went together so well. But it's just everybody. Black culture is so influential, as much mm. as they want to admit it or yeah. not. It's it's very fucking influential. We have it, and then like you said, the, your music overseas doing numbers is a, a reflection of that. Yeah. They love it. They love what we do. Everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be yeah. a nigga. <laughs> R.P. Paul Mooney. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate y'all for having me on the show. Thank you for coming, uh, man. I appreciate the love. conversation. Nah, too, for shit really show, you know what I'm saying? Just keep it a buck, honey. DF3 on the way. Dog food shit. You fuck with the kid. Tune in for shit show. I got some shit coming. Y'all follow me on my IG, at G Switch the Future. <laughs> yes, sir, man. man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. I've been your humble host, Evan Savvy. Thank you for me, dude. If you like a leave review, share it with a friend or two. Don't homie be the homie. You can call me. Just call me. Yeah, and we want to send this out to Houdini, Grandmaster D, Jalil and Ecstasy. Yeah, cause they was dropping that funk a long time ago, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 94 fool. I come from B.A. Only cool, I'm trying to tell it, be the place where I've been laying low, lapping in my hometown. Ain't nobody tripping, so I get to keep my chrome down. And I be dipping around the spots where the players fast with us. Serve it to the fiends, and they calling me Mr. Big Bun. Snatching dollars out your hand, everybody understand that I gotta be the man. Damn, but I don't sweat it, fool. I come from where the best ride. Ain't no fun jumping off like it jump off on that west side. PA, baby, a little town with big clout. Where out of town, play your haters, get that cat in their mouth. But we ain't tripping past that dipping. It's gonna be alright. Soon as I get fried tonight, yeah, boy, I got your food. But fool, I break your knees. Full of dog, carry on, half water for the
every day I think I'm living a match. And I ain't tripping, living them switches, bumping that dog pound funk. And my homie Chris called me and said the club was gonna be cool. Yeah, boy, I got your food, but fool, I break your knees. Full of dogs, carry on, and for the boat to be.